Are you a man looking for an intensive program to help you overcome sexually addictive behaviors? Gateway to Freedom is your answer. Gateway to Freedom is a three-day workshop for men seeking to overcome any destructive sexual habits. Whether married, single, or divorced, Gateway to Freedom will help men regain hope for a new life of purity and real contentment. The workshop is conducted by experts in the field of sexual addiction recovery with decades of combined experience. Read testimonials of workshop alumni at gatewaymen.com. Get all the info and register online at gatewaymen.com or call 1-800-49-PURITY. Hi, my name is Jonathan, and I'm the founder of the Gateway to Freedom Workshop. And I want to personally invite you to register for our next workshop coming up November 10th through the 12th in Florida, just outside Orlando. So give us a call at 1-800-49-PURITY or register online at gatewaymen.com. You're listening to Pure Sex Radio, training men, educating women. Brought to you by Be Broken Ministries. Visit us on the web at puresexradio.com. Good day, radio listeners. Welcome to this edition of the Pure Sex Radio broadcast. My name is Jonathan, and I'm glad you've decided to join us here today. We have a special guest from across the hall. We have our very own uh, Brian Waltman. So, Brian, welcome to the program. Thank you. Grateful to be here. Yeah, so before we jump into some uh, good stuff we're going to be talking about regarding purity mentoring, um, I just want to make mention, as I do every now and then, probably more than every now and then, for those of you who are regular listeners, that we are a listener-supported broadcast. That means that the only way that you're able to hear us or see us, if uh, you are watching us by video, is uh, because of just generous financial partners that have come alongside of us and decided to partner with us in this ministry that we're doing. And so we're grateful for those of you who have um, given to this ministry. If you'd like to learn about all the ways that you can partner with us, just go to puresexradio.com and click on the donate link. And so, so Brian, you are kind of head, head of our Purity Mentor training program. And so mm-hmm. we had you on here a few months ago to talk about kind of the initial steps that a person needs to take in, in this idea of mentoring. And so we're going to go into some other aspects of that in this uh, program. But why don't you give uh, our listeners kind of a refresher of what is Purity Mentoring, <clears throat> what's the Purity Mentor training program, and then we can mm-hmm. dive into some of the particulars. Sure, you bet. Well, purity mentoring is where a trained mentor uh, meets with a mentee for six months or more and uh, really just for the purpose of helping him grow in in uh, sexual integrity. So it's a form of uh, discipleship, uh, but it's really keyed in on this area of uh, sexual purity. And it's usually done in a, a one-on-one uh, mentoring type of a relationship. Um, we have a, uh, our next training coming up in October, October the 21st, uh, here in Garden Ridge, Texas, which is a, a suburb of San Antonio. And, um, this training is geared towards men who are, uh, spiritually healthy, who are at a point where they're able to, uh, to help other men want to, want to learn how to do that. So, uh, if they, if you want more information about that, just go to puritymentoring.com. Okay. So let's, uh, we went and talked about last time we, there's kind of these, there's 24 
sessions, so mm-hmm. to speak, that are part of our mentor training program or are part of our mentoring program. And so we went through kind of the first six the last time. Uh, and so why don't you just share quickly what those were just for listeners who weren't with us or even just for those who were and sure. want to recap. Yes. You did ask me that. I forgot. <laughs> hey, no problem. <laughs> um, yeah. So during the first six weeks of the purity mentoring process, um, kind of the overarching uh, purpose or theme during this time is to help the mentee bring his struggle uh, into the light, whatever that may be, and to help him to begin to put some restraints uh, to help him get a handle on the, the unwanted behavior. And so just to quickly summarize the, uh, the first six weeks, uh, the topics include tell your story, count the cost. Uh, in other words, do you want to get well? Set some goals, establish accountability, eliminate temptation, and establish a, an escape plan. So we unpacked those and talked about those in, in more detail during our last time. Mm-hmm. And and we'll kind of call that phase one, so to speak, since we're, mm-hmm. we're really breaking these up into four podcasts mm-hmm. to kind of get all, get all 24 out there. And keep in mind, listeners, uh, really what we're doing here is just trying to give you an overview of, man, what does it take to go through this mentoring process? What does it look like to go take somebody from kind of square one? I'm not saying that everybody that comes into the mentoring program is literally at day one. But generally speaking, you're getting mm-hmm. guys that are saying, hey, I'm kind of new, or at least I really want to get serious about pursuing a life of purity. Right. Maybe you've got guys that they've they've gone a little bit down the road, but they've just never gone, hey, I want a strategic, mapped out way of pursuing purity. Mm-hmm. And so this is... Um, these are that's what these twenty four sessions are designed right. to do is is help a person through that, and so these first six are kind of laying the groundwork for hey what's what's next. So let's then dive in and try to unpack then what the next six are all about. Yeah, you bet. And another thing that's uh, helpful to give people maybe a little bit of a framework is in putting together the twenty four um, lessons or conversations between a mentor and mentee, we've used the four pillars of purity as our framework. And so profess the struggle, understand triggers, relate with God, engage others. Um, And so under each one of those headings, we have, uh, you know, roughly six weeks worth of conversations that, that generally fit under those different categories. And so the next six, uh, very much fits under the category of understanding your triggers. Mm -hmm. And so um, basically, if during the first phase you're trying to address the behavior itself, during this, the second phase, we're trying to um, get at the root of the behavior. Okay. Um, And to try to start um, digging and figuring out what's going on beneath the surface uh, what's driving the lustful behaviors. And uh, so there are uh, six basic areas that we address during this phase, and they are um, triggers, longings, wounds, false beliefs, unhealthy strategies, and sinful behaviors. Okay, so let's just dive in. There's a lot here. We're not going to be able to unpack every single every single bit of it, but mm-hmm. maybe we can at least kind of give the 30,000-foot view, um, you know, in the next 
15 or 20 minutes that we've got here. Um, so let's jump into triggers. Okay. Yes. So when we talk about triggers, really what we're talking about is um, what is it that, uh, or when, when do you feel tempted uh, with lust? Um, so are there certain times, certain situations, or certain people where you feel uh, tempted? And within it, it Be Broken at our Gateway to Freedom uh, workshop, we talk about uh, those being external triggers, um, but then also beneath the surface, what are the internal triggers? So if I'm talking with a, uh, the, a mentee, um, I'll be asking him, what's going on inside of you uh, emotionally during that situation um, in, in terms of what's driving the, uh, the temptation? So for example, um, it could be that, uh, let's say a guy's encountering some sexual temptation and you ask him, well, what were the circumstances? Well, my wife and I just had a fight. Okay, that's, that's sort of the external maybe situation that was going on. But what were the internal triggers there? And uh, I would just ask him some questions like, what, what was it that you were feeling during that time? Um, were you feeling rejected? Were you feeling alone? Were you feeling unloved or unlovable or inadequate or out of control? Um, and so those emotions definitely uh, feed into uh, sexual temptation. Sure. And so part of equipping a guy is helping him to, uh, one, to be aware of his emotions, and then secondly, to be able to manage his emotions and, and cope with them and express them in, uh, in healthy ways. Yeah, and sometimes what we do, too, is we, we give people uh, simple tools to use for that, like, you know, Alcoholics Anonymous had come up with the, the longstanding acronym HALT, hungry, angry, lonely, tired. Uh, we've added bored, stressed, scared, and sad. Mm-hmm. So sometimes mm-hmm. even just having a simple list that says, hey, how can I kind of figure out what's going on here helps to that discovery process. Also, yeah. we recommend um, if you just Google the term emotional words, mm-hmm. it's amazing how many lists will come up that will just show you, hey, what are the words to describe the emotions I'm having so that you can get a better feel for some of those internal triggers right. of like when you're saying – hey, I just had a fight with my wife, and then I went and looked at pornography. If you can't There's immediately more to it. identify yeah. what the emotion is, maybe mm-hmm. pulling a list out and going, okay, let's just start getting a yeah. category and then figuring out it can just help identify certain things. And oftentimes guys will uh, just be kind of on a surface level of, you know, I don't know, I just wanted to look at porn. But if you uh, ask them some probing questions, you'll find out, uh, or help him to discover that there were actually some emotions that were taking place that were contributing to uh, to the temptation. And then, so what is the, in the mentoring process, mm-hmm. what is the benefit then of helping a mentee discover what their triggers are? I mean, how does that help yeah. in the process of pursuing purity? Absolutely. Well, uh, it's... The the self-awareness component is huge of just being aware of, you know, A, that the fact that he is being tempted and B, you know, why he's feeling tempted and what's driving that, what's what's behind it can can very much 
help him to be, um, you know, just alert to himself and his circumstances. Um, and, uh, and, and then if he knows this, he can anticipate situations where, uh, I mean, if he's, if he's aware of what it, his temptation patterns are, mm-hmm. he can, he can guard against it. He can anticipate it. He can, uh, put some, um, uh, do some things preemptively or either when he encounters it, uh, just having that awareness of, okay, I'm feeling tempted because this is taking place. How can I, um, respond or handle this, you know, emotion? Um, I like to say it's kind of like taking care of the thing before the thing. So it's uh, like, mm -hmm. what's the thing that comes before the thing? You know, it's like, what's the thing that comes before the acting out and you're taking care of that. So you're, you're, you're kind of dealing with, things before they get to the point of Mm -hmm. I'm about to look at pornography. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. So we're going to need to move on. So triggers, that's one aspect that needs to be dealt with in this mentoring process. Let's talk about longings and how do you differentiate Mm -hmm. between you? Some people might say, well, aren't triggers and longings, like how are those different? How do you differentiate from those things Mm -hmm. and, uh, and how do you deal with them? Well, the first thing I would say is that when we look at these six different areas, they are very interconnected and very uh, related. And sometimes there is some overlap between these different concepts or these uh, these terms here. But I would say in terms of what are some of the differences um, would be just going a little deeper as far as what is it that the mentee is really looking for what is it that he's um, in pursuit of so you know for example let's say on the surface he's being tempted to look at at pornography well what is it that he's really looking for and why does he engage in the sexual sin um, so some things uh, that he could be looking for would include things like comfort validation affirmation unconditional love, pleasure, intimacy, adequacy, respect. Um, These things are, I think, God-given longings and desires Mm -hmm. that we all have. But what happens is they get uh, misplaced or they go unmet, and then uh, we uh, start finding other ways to try to satisfy those longings in really illegitimate ways. Right. It's the difference, I think, between uh, when you have longings here that are absolutely God-given, and Mm -hmm. then what happens when those good longings get distorted. And that's really, I think, where the temptation and the sin comes in. And I would say maybe, too, the differentiation between triggers and longings Mm -hmm. is exactly what we're talking about here. Triggers are those things that are trying to uh, really get you to seek out a quick fix— for something that's connected to these longings. Right. So the longings are saying, I've got to maybe dig a little bit deeper to figure out what is it that I'm actually desiring that this trigger over here is saying, yeah. go get a quick fix for it. Go yes. get some kind of surface satisfaction. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Um, and so then in so, this case, what is the mm-hmm. benefit to the mentee Mm-hmm. the one who's seeking purity, to have a better understanding of what their longings actually are. Why is that helpful in the process? Yeah, again, I think it's this whole idea of the self-awareness piece of 
being in touch with what his deeper, deeper longings actually are and understanding why do I feel so driven or compelled to move in this direction toward this, this thing that I know is wrong that I don't want to do, but I still turn to it over and over again. What is it that's driving me? And um, to, to help him uh, understand and identify, okay, this is a longing for connection. There's a longing for intimacy, and I'm going to, you know, a wrong place to, to have that met. How can I look to God to have him satisfy this longing that I have in legitimate and, and wholesome ways? So I think it just has to do with, like I say, the self-awareness piece and the, um, the, uh, the idea of turning your, your eyes and your focus to the Lord mm-hmm. for um, uh, turning to him to have, to have that met in, uh, in wholesome ways. Yeah, so now let's look at this next piece here, which is the issue of wounds. Yes. How do you define wounds, and mm-hmm. then, again, why are they significant in this journey of mentoring? Well, when I uh, am talking about wounds here, we're talking about uh, emotion, emotional wounds that we all carry um, from our upbringing, from our childhood. Uh, this can be in the form of unmet needs or longings at a child or just ways that we uh, were hurt. Um, Things that uh, it could be abuse, it could be trauma, it could be neglect, um, it could just be meanness uh, from peers or from parents or siblings or what have you. But they, uh, these things that we uh, carry with us, they do damage to our our hearts and we're uh you know we're broken hearted and we carry this this wounding with us and what that what that does is or what it can do is that we can end up seeking relief and again this ties in with some of the different areas that we're talking here people oftentimes end up seeking relief um for to numb numb the pain or self-medicate the wound that they feel in their heart um, it can lead to uh, having false beliefs about yourself or about God or about life, which we'll, we'll talk about that a, a little bit further in just a minute. Um, but it can affect a person in a lot of different ways. And so if I'm meeting with a person, um, with a guy to, to mentor him, I'm going to ask him, what are some of the wounds that you carry from your childhood? And how has that impacted you? And how has that played a part in the that your struggles that that you've been having with lust. Yeah, and one of the ways that I like to describe it in kind of kind of layman's terms, a simple way to define wounds is just in whatever way somebody else's brokenness got dumped into your life. And the reality is is one of the things we like to make sure everybody knows is everybody's gotten wounded. Yeah. You can't you can't there's nobody that can go through childhood without having somebody else's brokenness in all varying degrees dumped Mm -hmm. into their lives. And some it's really extreme and some it's maybe less extreme. But the fact is somebody else's brokenness at some point got dumped into our lives. And and so what we're talking about here then, I guess, in the mentoring process is how do you help a person know where they are wounded Mm -hmm. and then how to get help for that? And I think it's important at this point for us to real for us to let our listeners know the mentoring process, the mentoring relationship 
is not necessarily the best context for a person fully unpacking their wounds and and walking through them. And why is that? Well, I think you definitely can do it to a certain degree within a mentoring relationship. But this is where I think professional counseling can really dovetail well and help with this whole process of uh, unpacking your history and the emotional wounds and the scars from uh, from the past and, and abuses um, and things like right, that. Right. Yeah. yeah, I think a, a counselor who's who's skilled in that particular area can can really help undergird uh, that part of the process. Okay, I know I'm moving us along, but I want to make sure we've got time to get all these in here. So the next section is false beliefs. So let's talk about that and uh, and what what does that matter? Mm-hmm. to the process here. Now, first of all, um, define false beliefs, and then how can a person know if they have a false belief? Okay, that's a good question. Um, so a false belief would be, uh, boy, what's a good definition? Um, something that you believe about yourself or about God or about other people or about life that simply doesn't match up with reality or doesn't match up with what God says is true, which is the ultimate um, uh, measuring stick is what, what God says is true. Um, so really, it's just it's anything that doesn't line up with that. Um, just to give you an example of what we're talking about, I think one of the major areas with this that we, we talk a lot about in our ministry is the issue of shame. Right. That and how shame plays into the um, some of the... Uh, the sexual acting out and the addictive patterns there is... And that uh, would specifically be a false belief about your About yourself, yourself and about your worth, right. about your identity that feeds into the behavior. So, for example, if I feel like I'm worthless, I'm no good, I'm a scumbag, um, I'm a failure, I'm never going to get it right, how is that going to affect my behavior? Well, it's going to directly affect my behavior. If I'm a failure, if I'm never going to get it right, why even try? Why even bother? And so is that, you know, those feelings about myself, that self-contempt, does that line up with God's word and how he sees me? No. And so part of the solution to that is helping the mentee to identify and reject some of the shame lies that he believes about himself, and then to replace that with the truth from God's word of um, his identity in Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think, you know, as we're rolling through these, it can be, it, you know, listeners, I know that you can be feeling maybe overwhelmed, like drinking fire, you know, water from a fire hydrant kind of a thing. And I want you to understand that while we've broken these into 24 sessions, it doesn't necessarily mean that any one of these issues is going to be thoroughly and completely and exhaustively Mm -hmm. unpacked and resolved in each of these sessions. So when we're talking about wounds and false beliefs, what we're doing is we're saying in that session, we want to introduce and begin to help that mentee unpack that, realizing that in many ways we're all on this lifelong journey of growth in every single one of these areas. Mm -hmm. Uh, but we've tried to put this at least in a concise way that can start to unpack these for for the mentees. Yes, and uh, also keep in mind that we're having a twenty minute conversation uh, through these these six areas, and in practice, when we're uh, acting this out, the each one of these topics that we're touching on is an hour, an hour and a half 
conversation, you know, at least with the mentee. And so we can obviously go into a lot more detail of unpacking those things in that. Oh, yeah. So this next uh, one here is unhealthy strategies. And I think this one can be interesting because there's a lot of interesting strategies out there (laughs) that I think when it comes to pursuing a life of purity or integrity can be quite unhealthy. So why don't you help our listeners understand what we're talking about here with unhealthy strategies and why it's important in the mentoring process. I think another term that we can use here is, uh, would be the term coping mechanisms. So, uh, this could be things like hiding, self-protecting, self-medicating, soothing, numbing, avoiding, controlling, manipulating, wearing a mask. Um, these are ways that people try to make life work on their own apart from God. This is what the things that people, the strategies that people will employ to try to um, get their needs met uh, kind of on their own terms and, and in their own way. Uh, or another way of saying it is, is trying to meet legitimate needs in illegitimate ways. Um, so yeah, definitely this has a huge bearing on on a person and how he goes through life and so and what's the difference mm-hmm. in between this and because the statement you just made about getting legitimate needs met in illegitimate ways is exactly the same phrase you used with longings yeah so help us understand the distinction between talking about longings yeah. and then talking about unhealthy strategies yeah so again these concepts are very closely related. So unhealthy strategies or coping mechanisms are really ways that we try to get those longings met through our own efforts, through really the the flesh. And so that's how they're related is that over here I have this longing and over here I have this strategy, the sinful strategy that I'm using to try to get my longing satisfied. So maybe one of the ways, this is more about the mechanics Mm -hmm. surrounding what we do with those longings. So this is helping a mentee understand, okay, let's talk about the mechanics Mm -hmm. of what you're doing with those longings. So the longings session is more about, hey, let's just get you starting to recognize and unpack what those deeper desires are. Yeah. This is trying to help the mentee understand, now what do you do with those typically? Right. What are the unhealthy what, ways yeah. in which you... What are the unhealthy ways that you've been trying to satisfy those longings and yeah. uh, identify that, repenting of those, and then, again, identifying healthy, wholesome, holy strategies and, and ways of uh, going about um, trying to, again, allow God to, to satisfy those for us. Good. Now, this last one here that we're going to be discussing today is sinful behaviors. And Mm -hmm. it seems um, a little bit silly for me to say, well, why is that important to know about sinful behaviors? Uh, And and maybe even the question could be, well, listen, why is this even one of your sessions? Right. I mean, isn't it just Mm -hmm. like a duh? Shouldn't we just take that for granted that we're dealing with sinful behaviors? Why is it important to have an entire session that helps a mentee focus on that and understand it? Yeah, so in my mind, I think it kind of brings things full circle uh, because a lot of men that we deal with, they're struggling with pornography, fantasy, lustful thoughts, lustful looks, masturbation, flirting, um, and acting out in different ways. And so we don't want to merely just address, this is not just 
uh, behavior modification. Mm -hmm. And we don't want to just merely try to stop the behavior, although we do (laughs) certainly want to help him try to stop the sinful behavior. But it's more about uh, wrapping back around and connecting this to the behavior to, all right, how does this connect back to the unhealthy strategies, the coping mechanisms, the longings, the under, you know, the underlying longings and desires. Uh, how does it connect back with those other areas that we've uh, talked about? And then um, helping him with some strategies some practical strategies with uh, dealing with things like uh, the pornography, fantasy, masturbation and, and, and the like. So before we uh, wrap up, why don't you let our listeners know again how they can get more information about mentor training, and then mm-hmm. also briefly just say, what if somebody's in in the throes of, hey, I need help in yeah. pursuing purity? If you're in need, uh, in need of help in pursuing purity, please contact our ministry. Um, you can send an email to contact at bebroken.com, or you can call us at 210-822-8201. Um, uh, if you are interested in uh, becoming a mentor and learning how to practice these uh, skills and these tools with other people, then uh, please go to puritymentoring.com. Uh, to sign up for one of our upcoming training seminars. And um, we'll leave it at that. Great. Well, thanks, Brian. And listeners, we're always glad that you're with us. If you would like to join the conversation, uh, giving us your feedback, any kind of uh, topic suggestions or anything like that, just go to Twitter. And uh, we're at Pure Sex Radio. Or you can uh, email us at mypoint at puresexradio.com. And we look forward to having you back here next time on the Pure Sex Radio broadcast. Pure Sex Radio is paid for by Be Broken Ministries. Visit us online at puresexradio.com.